Let's go. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we. So this episode is gonna be a um, little um, less existentially than the other ones. You know, I feel like we've uh, gone down the existential road way too many times on this show. But we are gonna talk about the most pressing issue facing us today, and it is uh, dating profiles on. uh dating apps the cringy ones per se uh, so neha and i were having a conversation last week and uh, about how um, you know um people don't know how to properly market themselves on dating <laughs> apps and it, it, they widely overshoot uh, and or undershoot in most cases uh neha has had much more experience on dating apps than me uh, although i i do i i i use dating apps um intermittently sometimes uh, every every now and then but um I've only used Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, but not very often. Um, and in, in my experience, the most—it's just the same few profiles over and over again, right? Because people tend to go for the path of least resistance. So you will have your obligatory references to Office or Friends or random TV shows. Um, there's coffee, pizza, beer, sunsets. and um the occasional porn stars sharing their whatsapp numbers you know uh not porn stars i would say they're prostitutes are those you know? occasional I'm or not. are they like more common i find them i find them a lot on dating apps i'm not sure if that's um that's hmm. the algorithm telling me or i wonder uh, what you may have yeah. swiped right on <laughs> yeah uh it's the algorithm giving me hints you know about my dating life so mm-hmm. but you neha have had quite a few experiences <laughs> on, on dating apps and uh, we were having a conversation last week like i said about you know these things and we we just decided to put these um, out there for all you guys to listen to so uh, okay before yeah. that um, let's talk about your uh, habits on dating apps which apps do you use how often do you use them what do you use okay. them for um so i have obviously started off with tinder like i had started off with it um because it was the most popular app most commonly used app and uh, i think after a period of time i realized that it has really shitty profiles like no offense to anyone who has a good profile on tinder but i have never come across a good profile like every single person i've swiped on has had a very very cringy profile and i think it's just started getting to me like is this what the world is like is this what is like there uh, for in, in store for women like it was a bit of uh, you know traumatizing to this actually way, i actually feel like shadi.com profiles I, at this point oh, i actually feel God. like shadi.com profiles would actually be more uh, marketable for uh, you know married and stuff I am sure they are yeah, yeah. which is yeah. why shadi.com is a separate uh, website and not a dating site so yeah tinder mm. was a major major fail for me i never met anyone through tinder um apart from that i moved to hinge which is a relatively better app in my experience better in the sense that you know you can at least you can at least feel that okay there might be a person who is on the same page as you or who ha- who shares the sim- same kind of you know mental wavelength and stuff like that uh maybe it's the algorithm which is designed that way and it shows you 
shows you people who you may connect better with i'm not sure how they do it maybe they are collecting a lot of information about me of course they are <laughs> so yeah who yeah. isn't at this point yeah yeah uh whatsapp we are referring to you but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so hinge in that case has been a relatively better experience for me um apart from that i think i did install bumble but i didn't really like go ahead with it and I didn't use it much because I just like lost faith in humanity by the time I installed it's it. It's marketed as uh, it's marketed as the app for women, right? Like, um, how does that work? Or, or, or do you actually feel the benefits of something like that? Uh, so I don't think I've used it enough to uh, okay. comment on that. But uh, I think it had some feature which is not exactly for dating, right? There's there's something that is only for finding friends finding a buddy some sort of thing like i vaguely right. remember that what it was so dating is like one third of the app i think i believe yeah. yeah yeah so it does provide you like it sets the expectations differently within the app which i think is a great way to actually market it considering that uh, not everyone on these apps you know get onto them to get laid or stuff like that i mean i'm not really sure but there are people who occasional people who say that uh, you know i'm just looking for friends or i'm new to the city i just want to like get to know people here stuff like that so i think bumble may be a good option for them and uh, i personally haven't had much experience using it but uh, i've had friends who have told me decent things about the app so yeah that's pretty much it about the apps um So, so we'll be talking mainly about I, I would like to give a disclaimer. I would like to give a disclaimer before I say anything about what we're going to talk about because uh everything that I'm going to say is based on my experience and of course people can have different uh expectations, different experiences. The things that I consider cringe worthy may not be cringy for you. Those might actually be like things you like about a person. and uh, in fact when i was you know uh, i was thinking about what would be the kinds of people i want to talk about here and uh, at the end of it i actually thought about okay so what is the kind of profile i would actually swipe right on and the answer is that it would be a combination of all of the things i'm talking about but to a moderate degree you know not an extreme version of uh i will get to the kinds but yeah you get the gist of it so yep. yeah so let's get on so it's going to be primarily hinge uh mostly but i will try okay. to keep my entire dating experience into this so yeah all right so Is i think any particular yeah. order um not really it's just uh, okay it's just the kinds of people i've seen so right. let's i go. think Yes, we can start off with our classic gym mirror selfie boys. Uh <laughs> I think I really really cringe at gym selfies. I get that you really love working out and you're proud of your body as you should be, but if your entire profile on a dating app is just about, you know, showing off your body, flexing your muscles, uh taking those I, i don't know why i hate mirror selfies you know those mirror selfies when dudes are just like posing and they are clicking a picture of themselves and 
you can clearly see they want to show off their bodies. I just don't know why it's such a huge turn off for me. And they can find uh, other people to take those pictures for them. Yeah, so, yeah. And and I feel like these are the majority of the people on these apps. I don't know if I'm like this is cute for me or what, but I find a lot of these people on these apps, and I'm just like, okay, cool. And the second thought that comes to my mind is. you know you're actually too big and i i'm i'm kind of underweight i think i would be crushed if i'm around you and you know it's, it's just like i don't know that's where my thought process takes me and uh, yeah it's an immediate left swipe for me whenever i see these kind of pictures i mean even if if there's like one photo like that it's still like acceptable if the other things are in place but if every picture is like you trying to show off your body i'm sorry that's just like it just comes off as trying too hard and that's not attractive yeah. so so yeah. are you talking about like completely shirtless or like partly shirtless or, or just like a few buttons off or like what exactly <laughs> you... all of them actually the mostly the people who have like at least their tops off um uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know or they wearing like some some kind of very flimsy shirt which actually shows off everything that's under it and uh it's like a semi nude but yeah you get the you get the idea so these are an immediate left swipe for me um and yeah there's not much to say about these people i just feel like it's it's good to uh have your fitness regime in place and you know i'm glad you're working for your body but uh, is that who you really are like is there nothing more to you is that all that you have to offer to uh, a potential like partner or whatever whoever you want to date like that's just boring for me so yeah yeah so <laughs> okay. I, i am yeah. all for um, these things like like posting it on insta every once in a while to show off your progress it, it could be like a self motivation kind of a thing right but yeah. when it comes specifically on on dating apps i do feel like it's a bit it's if if you're marketing that as your number one selling point then you know you may have want to rethink exactly what your uh, what your preference are but you know I, i guess it does work which is why uh, um the other guys do yeah. go ahead with it if if it never works i don't think there would be an incentive to do that yeah uh, oh i'm i'm sure it does your... work yeah <laughs> i'm sure it does work I'll... for people who you know consider yeah. their their your physical properties as your topmost priority uh yeah. but yeah it just it just feels like there's nothing more to it you know so that's where yeah. it just appears very shallow okay so i guess the next kind of person that i want to uh talk about which i see a lot again on dating apps is the desperate attention seeker these are people who will say hi what's up multiple times within an hour within a day or they will say to the point where they are almost demanding a response out of you for something as generic and stupid as what's up again i i feel like that's a very very bland conversation starter like come on i could just say nothing's up and then the conversation would end or i could just say that you know i'm 
I'm having a breakdown. I'm having a conversation with my friend. How are you going to like, I just feel like it's a very, very bland way to start a conversation. And uh, these are also a lot of times people who want to meet you immediately, which again, to me is very creepy, you know? So I've had people who have barely spoken to me for maybe five, 10 minutes. We have barely exchanged like 20 chats and then they're suddenly like, oh, okay, so would you like to meet up sometime? And now there are two sides to it, okay? I get that a lot of people feel like these conversations are not really, it's very hard to have conversations over text and they really want to meet someone in person, which is why they're using these apps to sort of just meet people, which is fine, which is fair, but if you are not talking to a person even for an hour and you want to meet them, that's just straight up creepy for a woman, especially. So that's where, you know, I feel like this is not appropriate or I just feel, I just feel very uncomfortable whenever these kind of people just like say, uh, let's meet up after 10 minutes of conversation. And uh, yeah. And they so do what's not the ideal Sorry, um, what's the ideal time before you actually ask someone to meet up, in your in your opinion? Okay, I feel like that is a very, very subjective thing to uh, ask That's because, true. again, um, I feel like you can strike a connection with the person within an hour of conversation. For some people, it may be one day of conversation. For someone else, it could be one week of conversation. So it really depends on the pace at which you're talking and what are the things you're talking about? Are those things like, are you able to mutually connect with each other through those things? Or are these like very, very bland, again, high WhatsApp kind of conversations, right? So I think it depends on that level of connection that you form with the person. So there isn't any ideal uh, time period, I would say. But, you know, if you have basic understanding of uh, emotions and, you know, I don't know, just like evaluation of text messages, you would be able to tell that this person is feeling comfortable with me and uh, they like me because they are, they really seem to be interested. They are talking to me. Uh, they're not giving me one line replies. So stuff like that uh, gives you an indication that this person is uh, willing to continue talking to me. And we have been speaking for a while. So maybe, you know, it's a good idea to just ask whether they want to meet. Right. So that and uh, a lot of times I feel like these people also do not understand the concept of uh, having a life outside of your phone, because I feel like, again, they constantly keep asking, hey, what's up? Are you there? Why are you not replying? I mean, I don't think a lot of people go to that extent, but I know that people do. So, again, that's the assumption that, you know, your time should be invested in this. And I don't think you should have a life outside of talking to me, which is very, very toxic to begin with. So these are an instant left swipe for me. And uh, yeah, there's nothing more to it. If it becomes too much and, you know, I, I wouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to explain why I'm not responding, especially in that stage of our bond right it's very very it's it's a very new connection and i wouldn't want to like explain oh i was doing this that's why i did not 
re- respond to you like i don't owe you my time so that and i expect people to understand these things but clearly they don't because i don't know <laughs> so yeah that's the second type for me mm. um the third type is the cool people who have black and white filters uh maybe they're smoking a cigarette and they feel like you know it's very cool to have that black and white effect while they're smoking cuz it creates that aesthetic impact and uh these people are very very they come off as very pretentious to me a lot of times and seriously if you think smoking is cool um i'm sorry it's it's not i mean no judgment if you are a smoker you know yeah Maybe yeah you do so but uh, it's uh, i'm talking about the people who want to show it off right i want yeah. i'm talking about the ones who have like a picture of them smoking in different styles and uh, that is the focus of that pic- of their pictures on a dating app and that is like cool i get that you smoke and i get that you like the fact that you smoke or you think that it's cool to smoke but what else you're not like giving me any idea of who you are apart from that so yeah that's like again and i want to club this with the next kind of people which is the very existential nihilist kind of people who have very deep thoughts about life and meaning of life and existence and they really want to pour it all out on their dating profiles and uh, these are also most often the people who write using very fancy english language and uh, again if uh, if i were like 14 or 15 maybe that would attract me but i'm not so <laughs> i just find it very stupid and cringy to use like fancy words fancy sentences to write about uh, very existential stuff and it can work if you're doing it right if you're putting maybe just one line in your profile about that but if your entire profile is just like that then again it, it just comes off as very very pretentious and uh, yeah and a lot of people also like self sabotage a lot i don't know why i don't know why people think yeah. that's attractive to do on a dating app like i don't get it so the self deprecation is actually something that people use to uh, break the ice you know so for example um, okay the 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 first example of the, of the top of my head is john oliver so mm-hmm. he's a comedian dude who has this um, sort of journalist sash comedy show on uh, hbo and uh, yeah. like self deprecation forms a significant part of his humor and, and that actually serves to like break the ice so if, if you're someone who just pumps yourself up all the time it could turn people off so mm-hmm. self deprecation does help but overly doing it can also have the um, unintended consequences so everything is good i i feel like most things are good but in moderation and uh, people need to understand what the limits are i feel like if you are like putting self deprecating stuff on your profile in a dating app on a dating app in a dating app okay yeah okay. If, you're, yeah. if you're putting it yeah english is a weird language anyway yeah. so 
yeah if you're putting that stuff up and that's the major focus of what a person is reading on your profile i feel like you have issues that you need to really deal with because uh to me especially coming from the background that i'm coming from as a psychologist i see it as a clear red flag that this person is someone who you know who kind of feels like this is a good thing to do feels like this is attractive or i don't know it's just like it just doesn't sit well with me so i wouldn't uh i would see it as a red flag maybe a smaller one but i would so yeah and uh i really want to i do not enjoy talking to people who use very fancy words like i don't want to google words in the middle of a conversation you can use everyday language it's fine i don't think language is meant to communicate how much or how well you know that language unless you are a linguist language should be a medium of communication and if the other person's not able to understand what you're saying or you know if they really have to dig into the meaning of the words that you're using uh i don't think that's attractive so yeah what do you yeah, feel that about that <laughs> yeah like i said right like it so self deprecative humor so i use it uh, uh, myself as well but i over the years i've learned to use it in moderation because it is a great tool it it is a great tool to show that okay i am not someone who's like overly arrogant or you know self obsessed i i understand my flaws and i i know how to you know um find the humor in it and mm-hmm. no i'm just not a dude with flaws so that mm-hmm. makes you come uh, come off as a relatable person as someone who you you can have a conversation with you know right. um yeah. but i do know people who just do it over and over and over again and um, at some point it's just like okay uh, do you need help <laughs> you know, <laughs> i i could refer you to people um <laughs> So again like like I said before it it is always in moderation like uh, it, it is a good thing when done in the right context and in the context of a dating app when you're trying to like market yourself as a potential date I feel like it it one line sure uh, like for example hinge has like multiple questions and stuff you need to answer right so mm-hmm. in, in those I'm, I'm okay with like one or two of those I I I I actually see uh, find them as kind of endearing but if you just do it in every single question every single question and just think that it's uh, cute it's not um it's a bit cringy so that's my take on it yeah yeah agreed agreed on most yeah. things that you've said there and um let's let's move on to the next type that is uh, the quoter i like to call this person the quoter because they cannot get enough of the quotes that they use from popular oh, cool the quoter Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Q U O T. Yes. This is a person who cannot get over or get their heads out of the TV shows, movies, and books that they have read, and it's great that you know you are so passionate about the books that you read, the movies and TV shows that you watch, the music you listen to. That's great, but sprouting references every now and then. especially when another person is telling you that maybe you know they do not share the same interests or you know you clearly know that they're not going to get what you're saying but you still want to say it because that somewhere makes you feel superior that oh i know so much or you know i've watched so much and uh, i don't know that's just again a very very toxic thing to do if it's done 
too much you know and uh, i get that you know there are certain we all know the popular tv shows and i think when used in the right context this can be a very good conversation builder but yeah the other person has to be you know on the same page if you're sprouting an office reference and i don't have an idea of what you're talking about it's just going to make me feel very weird it's just going to make me feel like i don't know enough and uh, again i don't want to be that person who sits and googles references to have a conversation with you so take the hint yeah yeah yes we all seen friends uh, guys and, uh, it's a good show but it's, it's not a personality trait So. Yeah yeah please don't uh, internalize these tv shows and books please you are more than yeah. that you are a human being okay so i think the next kind which is one of my favorites favorites in terms of cringe worthy is the people who heavily edit their photos and use a lot of filters and um i think we have been a part of the generation which has grown up with a lot of these apps and a lot of these uh you know editing softwares which help you make your photos look different but again there's a way to use it and it's not about you know changing your background entirely or somewhere i don't know just like changing entirely the way you look changing your complexion completely these kind of things are very very visible to the human eye and trust me when i say this people can tell whether a picture is edited or not even if it's even if you're a good editor and you know how to sort of market your pictures it's very easy to tell which picture is edited and which is not so please please use these editing apps to your advantage and not to overdo or change the way you look so that is something that again it's an immediate left swipe if i see someone who has a, an overly edited photo you know and, so just to be clear uh, so when you say overly edited in what sense do you actually so i am not too familiar with uh, photo editing or all that so um so what is acceptable and what's not acceptable in your books <laughs> okay so there are, i feel like there are two kinds of people who edit one is someone who is fascinated by editing tools and they think that these uh filters are very cool they look nice and they make me look cute i think these are the more cringy ones versus the actual you know professional editors who kind of know how to use photoshop or other uh other like complicated softwares or even like apps when like i use snapseed to edit my pictures but i make it a point to not overdo it it's just to fix maybe the brightness maybe uh you know what else the contrast some of the colors maybe so it's a very very minimal edit just to enhance the photo the natural qualities of the photo so that is what i would say is i mean i don't want to say i am a good editor but i would say that people who can sort of do it without making the other person feel that this was a lot of time was spent on editing this or this looks very unnatural to the eye i think that is what good editing is and uh, it's great that uh, you know editing has come this far and you can actually do a lot of stuff with your photos 
but uh, those snapchat filters things which make your eyes look big things which put like a blush on your cheeks stars around your head i don't know i do, i just found uh, find those like very very cringy and uh, if that's all your profile is about on a dating app uh, maybe you should really reconsider things uh, and you know relook at why you're not getting matches so yeah that Oof. does that does that make sense yeah makes sense but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that's cool that's cool yeah that makes sense i i have seen similar kind of things on the profiles but i i just feel like sometimes it's just like people trying to be goofy but uh, you know again like with everything moderation is essential um yeah i don't have yes. much to say apart from that you've said that <laughs> for the 10th time <laughs> yes for the 10th time yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah it's probably what we saying for the rest of the uh, podcast this episode it's, it's good to keep reiterating it so that people uh, yeah. you know it gets stuck into people's heads <laughs> that's true yeah okay the next kind this is my favorite this is also uh most of the times that i swipe right would be maybe on these people uh it's the classic guitar boy uh you know people who have their acoustic electric guitars uh pictures of their acoustic. yeah mostly acoustic is what i've seen uh they may also put up maybe a video or something i don't know if hinge allows that but i've seen some people put up some covers of some songs uh, as one of the you know one of the pictures um so yeah i do find it appealing but uh overdoing it again just comes off as you know you're trying to impress women with your skills of guitar playing which is a great skill to have i'm not sure how much it works in a relationship or you know when you're dating someone <laughs> it's definitely is that a- how you resolve fights in a relationship just yeah you just like play a song it, it all just magically goes away yeah. <laughs> yeah so again it's not giving me much of an idea of who you are beyond your profession a profession as a guitarist or a hobbyist if you are one um so it's not really giving me much insight into who you are as a person it's just telling me that fine you're someone who really loves playing the guitar or you think it's it's cool to have a guitar <laughs> so give me something more than that your profile should give me something more than that right and uh, i i do find these profiles appealing to an extent uh, depending on what else they are writing but you know again if it's only about that and uh, there's like nothing more uh, it might be a question mark as to whether i see this person as someone again i get into these apps to find a relationship at least that was the intention intention when i was using them so i don't know if i would see a future with someone who's you know only talking about music or is only into guitar and there's nothing more and even in our conversations if that's the only thing that keeps you going right then that's a question mark in my head so yeah um i think there are also people who market their music through these dating apps a lot um are i know yeah yeah i know a few people who do that 
Wow. No names taken. I know people that's who do that, and that's pretty clever, actually. Um, and I honestly wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind if I come across a person who's sending me a link to their YouTube channel or some video, something that they have created that's exposing me to new music. So yeah, why not? So yeah, uh, I know people who exclusively use dating apps for doing this. So yeah. great strategy great marketing strategy <laughs> and that brings me to the next kind which is also a great marketing strategy and uh, these are people who use their pets as uh you know objects that can help you get likes get laid get women get men also maybe um so yeah and uh, i've come across a lot of these profiles that have pictures with animals mostly dogs and cats because these are the cute ones these are the ones that make women go aw this is so cute so and i am also one of them because i love animals so yeah. yes i i get the appeal again if you're using it to really like woo people and there isn't much like you don't want anything to do with them then not cool if you are yeah. you know if you i have a picture of myself with bella as one of the photos on my uh i think on my hinge profile but you know it's just like one picture and it's because she's an important part of my life and i would want whoever is on the on the dating app swiping on me to know that i care about animals and you know i i have a cat and if you are one of those people who say oh cats are mean cats are this cats are this cats and cats are that and dogs are so much better then you should clearly fuck off so that's yeah. the intention that it's trying to convey unless, yeah, unless you're dating the puppy i don't really think so i don't really think it's it makes sense to market that as the front page of your dating uh, profile Yeah yeah and i say this because i've actually come across profiles which have only pictures of their pets and not their faces which is very weird yeah, yeah i i'm not going to date your dog so please not that many dog or sexual people in bangalore at least as far as i know so. oh my god yeah you you created a very traumatic picture in my head of <laughs> uh, what is it called bestiality right yeah 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 <laughs> yes let's not get into the dark side of dating apps yeah okay. we don't endorse dog or sexual people by the way we are very dog of dog of phobic no we're not dog of phobic they're not anyway, dog of phobic what are you saying <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So see. <laughs> yes. Okay. The next kind is uh people who use two ellipses in the beginning of a sentence, in the middle of a sentence, at the end of a sentence. And I really do not see why they do it. Okay? I do not get the logic behind why you would start a sentence with two ellipses okay i get that maybe you do not have understanding of grammar and i know i'm coming off as very pretentious grammar nazi types but please do not use two ellipses please use three three is what was taught to us through ren and martin three is what makes grammatical sense 
And if you, I, and firstly, I do not see the point of using ellipses at all when you're describing yourself in a dating profile. But fine, if you want to appear, whatever, like, if you want to give that feel to that sentence, go ahead with it, but please use three, not two. So, yeah. And I think these are also people who mostly have emojis in their uh, description lines. And I never quite understood what is the need to have an emoji there. And it's not like one emoji. It's like a series of whatever, like wink face or some stupid emoji that's not at all required in that place. And honestly, to me, whenever I come across these profiles, they seem... Uh, the people come off to me as very immature or people who are trying too hard to look cool. Uh, I don't know. It's just how my brain processes these these kind of stuff on dating apps. And uh, yeah, it's also mostly an immediate left swipe for me. <laughs> yes. And this is not to say that... Uh, how, how do I put this? I don't think that you are dumb. I just feel like you're not a very efficient communicator. So that's the idea I get when I see something like this. Yeah. And look, uh, so language policing is not always a good thing, right? Because it's cool. I mean, you are free to use whatever you want, but then it's, 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 it's an impression that gets immediately gets created of you right it's i don't see it as necessarily a bad thing and i of course we, we understand that it's entirely your subjective thing and i f- find too many emojis in these profiles cringy i find emojis in general like overuse of them kind of cringy as well, even in chats and stuff so uh yes. again th- this language policing is not a great thing but then uh, yeah it does um it does take away from a, a lot of what you want to offer as uh, as part of your dating profile. Yes. You know? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I guess moving on to the next cringe boy. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry I'm only targeting boys. That's because I'm straight. Yeah. So <laughs> Neha is a heterosexual w- woman and I'm yes. just a dude who never gets so- laid. <laughs> So everything I'm saying is from the perspective of a heterosexual woman. I'm sure uh, I'm not taking into account a lot of other experiences, but, uh, you know, those are important as well. And you would be the best judge for that if you do not relate to what I'm saying. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So the next cringe boy for us is the person who is uh, materialistic, who likes to show off their car or their vehicles. I don't know. I feel like these are they very not even common. be their car. That's yeah, a, like yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> you just take a picture in front of a car. Like, what is that supposed to convey to me? To me, it shows that fine. You think the car is good, cool. <laughs> what else, bro? Like, okay, you found a car. <laughs> you found a cool car. Okay, nice. And you decided to take a picture, and. These are also people who usually have sunglasses on, which again, I know the need to have sunglasses. It protects your eyes and yeah, stuff. So like it has, actual, yeah. it has actual yeah. practical purpose, but I feel like yeah, yeah. I, I find it very unattractive when every single photo of yours has sunglasses on. Like I want to see your eyes, man. Come on. 
if i if i were to go on a date with you i would want to evaluate you based on your eyes based on what your eyes are conveying to me in a photo okay as weird hmm. and dramatic as that sounds but uh, so this is something i actually wasn't aware of the importance of um, showing your eyes because you also uh, this is actually a filmmaking technique right so hmm. it's like in in films in general the the character you show the eyes of that's the one that the audience uh, uh, kind of relates yes. to and you see the villains and the antagonists kind of shrouded in darkness the eyes are in darkness so it's it's a very popular filmmaking technique and uh, i feel like that has its roots in psychology and you know so uh, eyes are kind of like okay you see someone's eyes you on some level you do build some sort of a subconscious trust so when you're obscuring your eyes it's um it kind of takes away from that that there's the detachment which is already created yes. in the dating app uh, grows wider absolutely yeah. yes that is spot on um and it just makes me feel very disconnected even if you have a great bio even if you you know you have things that i relate to um i would feel very doubtful or hesitant to swipe right on you because simply i i just cannot like understand what your face is i can't understand what you look like and of course that is important to some extent for me to like gather some image of you some understanding of who you are and your eyes do convey a lot even through pictures i feel like um again i don't know if this is coming because i am a psychologist but i can read eyes i can read a lot of things that eyes try to convey in real in video calls in pictures wherever it is so if you're obscuring that then it's just taking away a lot of information for me and uh, that makes me feel doubtful so that's all it is and uh, yeah uh, cars are cool but uh, they they're just like objects they're not really yeah. fine it's cool if you want to show off your wealth you know if you have a lot of possessions that you want to display but it, to me it just comes off as something that you know you are a very materialistic person and perhaps that would be the same attitude that gets carried on when you're with me and you would want to show me off to other people as a as i don't know a trophy wife and not a wife but you know the idea behind trophy wives and how they are uh used to somewhere show uh to some somewhere convey class and those kind of things and it's not at all appealing for someone like me so yes that is where i swipe left on these people um okay i guess moving on to the next type that is the people who have group photos for some reason on their dating profile and i don't know oh, yeah, this is hilarious <laughs> this is I, i don't even know why like what is the psyche of a person who wants to put out group photos on their dating profile and you can't even like understand who the person is so i'm talking yeah. about the the people who have a group photo for every picture you know it's yeah. not just one like if you have one selfie one group photo i get that like fine you these are your friends family whatever but people who have like multiple series of group photos i'm confused who are you what are you trying to say yeah, uh, it's a puzzle want, who am i yeah yeah it's like they want you to keep guessing who they might be and 
uh it's very very shady also on some level like you don't want to reveal who you are you want to like cover yourself up with these other people in your life i don't know it's just very very hard for me to trust someone who does that and uh again if i'm not able to identify who you are even like get a glimpse of who you are through your profile then i am going to sw- swipe left on you so <laughs> not a good idea not a good idea at all yes and uh that brings me to the next kind which is this guy who likes to have photos with uh conventionally attractive women in them and multiple women with this person in separate photos and to me this profile comes off as someone who is a playboy firstly secondly it somewhere conveys to me that you're trying to show me that these are the kind of these are the quality quote and quote quality of women that you hang out with or have in your life and i have to match up that standard to be in your life and uh, yeah it's just an instant uh, turn off again and it just feels like you know you want to be with people who are conventionally pretty and this is like this is what your life is and your the again the physical attractiveness really matters to you a lot more than the qualities that a person may have and i don't know if i'm like being biased here it's just not attractive to me so yeah and uh, if you have like one photo again it's it's okay it's acceptable you have female friends fine uh, but if everything is somewhere indicating that it comes off as a dan bilzerian account to me and dan oh, bilzerian is not attractive oh you know this guy who is like a poker player you should see his profile on instagram so all he has is like naked women around him and guns <laughs> and of oh, course i get the type yeah i get yeah, the type yeah. yeah so yeah do not have a dan bilzerian profile please uh it's good to have money and women around you but not appealing when you are trying to get someone to date you uh or to get into a relationship with so yeah that is my analysis of these kind of pictures um taking it forward from there i think there is also a type of people who uh have a lot of photos with you know like kids parents grandparents maybe pictures of their childhood uh pictures in traditional clothes and this these kind of people somewhere give off a very uh family kind of vibe so i, I don't know it, it might create the impression that uh i'm someone who really values my family uh who likes kids and uh i don't know why these people are on dating apps they should be on shadi.com so yeah if if that's what you know you're trying to uh if you're looking at having a family with someone if you want to like get married and stuff i would not recommend dating apps for you like that would of course things can work out but the probability of things getting to marriage through a dating app is less likely than you know finding a partner through shadi.com yeah. perhaps yeah so just to clarify so there's not there's absolutely nothing wrong with that right there's nothing wrong with that just like posting pictures of your family and friends and uh, children and all that that's fine 
it there's there's nothing cringy about it the only thing is that you will not ha- dating apps are not designed for that right yeah there's absolutely there's there's actually nothing wrong if, if you're a family person like that's a great yes. thing you know but yeah uh, it's like dating apps you know they they kind of target a, a different demographic so but so on the so the people who are actually looking at your profile on dating apps will come at it from a different perspective of uh, or will want something different out of it right so i don't think you're actually achieving what you want to achieve if you're doing that but yes. all in all not a bad thing not inherently a bad thing to do that yeah yeah and i don't think any of the things i'm saying is like inherently right or wrong or bad or good yeah. it's just differences yeah. and what i find cringy uh, again mm-hmm. like i said in the beginning these may appeal to you even if you know you are someone who is a friend of mine who relates to the things i say uh it's completely like based on your personal preference but i'm just saying that overdoing these things can be a problem or and this is why i think they can be a problem so yeah please feel free to disagree with me and you know proceed with your own knowledge of what you are gathering from these profiles um and yeah like definitely like uh, you were saying shanti that uh, these people are not exactly cringe i just feel like they fail to understand the purpose of the app and uh, it's it's going to lead to disappointments for them so it's best to you know uh, move it to an app that is designed for marriage or family or you know those kind of things so yeah you may not find a lot of luck on dating apps if uh, that's what you are aiming at um yeah that's all and uh, mm-hmm. i have a few more these are yeah i think these are less common not less common but i would say that uh, i'm kind of reaching more towards the kind of people in terms of how they talk not more about not much more about the profiles per se but how they interact right so um i think with regard to the profile there's another kind who has a lot of pictures of their travel uh pictures of maybe like i don't know beaches mountains other cool stuff and uh i think these profiles are pretty nice i think that uh it shows that you like traveling it shows that you know you like taking photos of places you've been to maybe these experiences matter a lot to you and that's why you've put them on uh the only problem i see with these kind of pictures is when you have a photo of only like a beach or only a mountain like okay i am not going to what do i that's the yeah like i don't know yeah. what sense to make out of a lonely mountain in the middle of nowhere and why that has to be on your dating profile so if you're standing in front of it great yeah that somewhere gives me the idea that okay maybe you like mountains or this is a place you really liked and you were here but if you're not in the photo it just like seems very off because mm-hmm. i can just put a random picture that i saw somewhere on my profile how do i like what where's the credibility right yes. so or if you're just like really tiny in the picture like if it's like a scenery thing and if you're just like a small tiny uh part yeah. of the picture and you can't really make out your features and who you are and all that you know yeah um that too but i mean they do serve as good backgrounds you know like yes. uh, a good beach a good mountains so they i mean it is better than mundane pictures at clubs and 
you know, in, in, at a home or balcony or something. So that way, I feel like it's fine. But, yep, uh, yep. Be mindful of what the picture is, I guess. Yeah, and what you're trying to convey through that picture, and definitely, definitely, do not upload only pictures of these sceneries uh, on your dating profile because that's just suspicious. Like, if I come across a profile that only has pictures of beaches, sand, seashells, I would be like, okay, uh, am I am I dating the air that's in these areas, or what is this? Like, what what? I don't get it. Like, is this a fake profile? Is this a prostitute? Is this a kidnapper? It's very hard to tell. So please do not do that. And yes, it's a very legit fear I have that people on these apps might actually be people on dark web who, you know, sell dead bodies and stuff. So if please, please do not give off that vibe. Do not create that vibe through your profile. It's not uh, not pleasant. You don't want to creep people out through your profiles. So understand what you're trying to convey through your photos, through mostly your photos, because I think that is the first thing that captures your, uh, that your eye is looking at. Before reading a profile, I would look at the picture because that's more like, it's easy to access information for my brain and for my eye. Right. So if I see a heavily edited picture, I'm going to swipe left without even reading what you've written. So please, please make sure that, you know, your pictures are not all the things that are very, very cringy, extreme cringy. Beyond that, there's, of course, scope to scope for nuance, scope for individual understanding. And that should be your aim to create, uh, you know, create the scope for understanding where People are not like outright saying that oh, this is this is a person I would not swipe right on at all. So that is the intention. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The next guy uh, I have come across is the straightforward nice guy. <laughs> and Whoa. I'm yeah, these are. <laughs> That's cringe. Oh no. That's not Whoa, cringe. That's not cringe. I'm just saying that these are nice people who who are very upfront in saying that uh, I'm only looking for, uh, I'm not looking for something serious or uh, in fact, today, you know, while before like getting onto this recording, I wanted to see what are the kinds of people who have liked me on Hinge. And uh, one of them said something like, uh, Hey, I'm just here to try out my luck and, you know, see if this goes anywhere. I'm really looking for something meaningful and uh, we can see if, you know, we can build that with each other. So it was like a very like nice, genuine thing that he had written. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's always unattractive to do that. But sometimes if you are starting off on that foot, it might come off as, you know, um, it might scare people off, to be honest, because I feel like as much as we want to have meaningful relationships in our lives, not everyone is ready to acknowledge that or not everyone is ready to kind of talk about feelings and emotions in the beginning. So uh, if that is the foot you're starting off on, on a dating app, it might come across as you being very intimidating, you being very emotional or you getting attached too easily, right? And we don't want to sort of convey that message to a person, even if we do want that. So 
I feel like it's really, really great. And I, I, in fact, appreciate people who are straightforward on apps. Like I really, really respect people who are straightforward because uh, it sets the expectation clear. But, you know, just have a conversation with the person first. Try to see what they also are looking for. Maybe just start with, hey, uh, you know, would you like to uh, share something about yourself, something you like doing, what are your interest areas, you know, the general stuff. So maybe or get like to know. A fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So, yes, that's the straightforward guy. Uh, and um, after that, I think the one kind I missed out on was this person who has tattoos and piercings and long hair. <laughs> I feel like they're a type. I don't know if I'm like stereotyping people, but I I am. I'm pretty much it's just objective opinion. You know, who cares? It's our yeah. podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> please take this as a fun episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like there is a there is like a whole cult of people who really like uh, who embrace their tattoos, their long hair and like piercings and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I may or may not associate these kind of people with uh, doing hard drugs and being alcoholics. Not always. Again, I know that's a very, very judgmental opinion, but uh, I myself have tattoos. Uh, I have a tattoo and I have piercings. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel like the way... Uh, some of these people might take their photos, the things that they might write can give me that vibe. And that's not a vibe I like. But on the other hand, these are also the people who have potential, who have the maximum potential for me to swipe right on because uh, somewhere, if you're doing it right, it conveys to me that you are someone who is uh, liberal, doesn't support Modi or Trump. So, yes, political views matter to me. Uh, yeah. Don't you, like, associate uh, these things as freedom of expression and, you know, uh, being more liberal? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure, it's- I do. But um, so, the, uh, again, so these things are not personality traits. They yes. Are, you Fine. That's something that, okay, so you are not your tattoo or you are not your piercing, right? You are... I mean, of course, you have you sh- you you better have a personality, right? Before I even like consider talking to you. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I do associate. Uh, it it is popular to kind of associate uh, long hair, uh, you know, uh, tattoos, um, you know, colored hair, and all that with rebellious traits, uh, yeah. characteristics. Not necessarily with, with liberal or conservative, you know. Uh, yeah. just rebellious in general but again so in the context of dating apps themselves you know um, putting that as okay this is who I am I am my tattoo that that's not cool uh, that's just like that's not that doesn't make you an interesting person yeah yeah so if if you're solely like focusing on these aspects of uh, what you've done to your physical self uh, it it may not like give me much information about who you are. It's just like an assumption that comes to my mind directly, like an association that's there in my head about, okay, people who are this kind may be like liberal, may have liberal mindsets. They may be rebellious. So that's just the general vibe that it gives off. But uh, yeah, I'm also like kind of attracted to these kind of people, but 
again it really depends on what else is your profile offering me is it is it like does it have trashy two ellipses which are uh, on your sentences of defining things then i would be swiping left on you so it's a combination you know if these pictures are combined well with other things that uh, you care about things that you value things that are giving me a hint into your personality then yeah definitely why not so yeah that's one kind um i think uh, coming to you know the people who chat a certain way uh i feel like there are a few categories here there's a person who is an instant replier so they are on these apps the entire day the moment you send something you get a reply within like 0.1 seconds and 0.1 second and i'm just like whoa that was quick and it's not like a one time thing every time you send them a text even if you're like replying to them after 2 hours they reply to you back in 1 second and uh to me that's something i would appreciate if i know you if you're a friend if you're a boyfriend whatever but uh if you're some random person i'm talking to and uh you know you're constantly on the app that somewhere gives off the vibe that you are firstly talking to a lot of people perhaps uh that's why you're so active on the app secondly you do not seem to have much of a life beyond this and that's not that's not cool that's not very attractive to me um so yeah you know it's good to have uh, instant replies and if you're in a conversation if the other person's also like responding to you then and there but if they're not then maybe give them some space you know and understand that they may not be even interested in you if they're giving you sending you a reply after a day or something uh so it's really about like understanding the dynamics of time when it comes to chatting and not just time even the kind of messages that are being sent right so i know people who send one word or one line replies after a week which clearly shows that you're not interested uh i know people who actually write paragraphs after a day so maybe that just shows that you value your time and you want to like actually give this person a nice proper properly composed reply which is great so try and understand the dynamics between the time the time that elapses between replies and like what are the replies like <laughs> i feel like i'm digging too deep into this yeah it's it's a bit nitpicky but it's fine you know it's uh, like these are little details like little uh, signals that you kind of send with your presence right and i feel like it's it's really important to talk about these things so it's it's good it's good yeah yeah and yeah. i think uh, opposite to the instant replier is the one word replier or people who i feel like these are people who try to you know play that uh, i'm very hard to get types those people are the ones who send you one word replies or one sentence replies and to me i feel these come off as very very dry because you're not really using your brain to converse like you're just responding to questions i'm asking and there's not an interview this is a conversation so uh mm. it's never nice to talk to someone who where i am the only person who's asking you questions or who's sharing my experiences and you're just replying with an okay or oh that's nice or 
it, it's just like a conversation stopper, you know. So if you are doing that, uh, and this is not just in context of your dating apps, I would say even in like your real life, if you're interacting with friends or whoever is close to you, your loved ones, and kind of sending these kind of replies, it gives off the impression that you're not interested to talk. Uh, you do not value talking to me. You do not want to have a conversation with me. You're uncomfortable. I don't know all of these things. So yeah, like understand if this is something you're doing. If it's something intentional, like you don't want to have a conversation, then yeah, of course it makes sense. But just recognize, you know, what your reply is conveying to the other person. So definitely like, <laughs> uh, and if you're solely doing this, because you want more attention from the other end because you want to make the other person feel confused i'm a mysterious person i will not reveal stuff about myself please uh, that's very very toxic to do please do not do not do that uh, if you're starting off a relationship or a dating game with that with that you know it, by being in that headspace it's just not very healthy to do that is what i would say um yeah and uh, i have three more types to go uh the ghoster yeah, sure. yeah. the people who just ghost you after saying uh, hi hello maybe even you've had uh, maybe you've even had like a good conversation with them but they just ghost you out of nowhere and <laughs> they come back to you after a month or something and by then you're off the app or you've found someone. So it's just like, it's just weird. Like, especially if you've had like a conversation with the person and it's gone well and then they just disappear. I find that very weird. I find that very unreliable, untrustworthy if this is something that happens. And I know it happens a lot, uh, but the worst are the ghosters who actually uh, like ghost you in real like if you have a date that is set up and they just don't show up that's just very very rude inappropriate mean and uh, you should not be doing that that's it's not even like it's not even about who you're meeting it's just out of like basic fundamental respect that you should have towards the other person if you're setting up a date you should definitely go for it or let them know like beforehand if you're not going to be able to make it, if you've changed your mind, whatever it is. But making them come to a place and then not meeting them, that's like really trashy behavior. And uh, yeah, this is... And it's not something that people take very casually. At least I wouldn't take it casually. No one has done that to me. But uh, I mean, people have ghosted me on text, but that's fine. You know, it's still okay. Um, but if you're, if someone's ghosting me in real, I would really make a huge fuss about it. I would talk about this person to other people so that, and you know, if you do this with multiple people and you are someone who live in the same city, a lot of people might actually get to know you as someone who is a ghoster and that's not going to help you in any way. So yeah, better to not indulge in these kind of behaviors. Um, <laughs> coming to the second last type that is the cheater uh this is a person who actually has a perfectly 
functioning relationship in their lives but they are still on the app for some reason and they have even put up pictures with their partner on the app and this is ridiculous to me because um uh, how can you tell us their partner ah uh, dude i feel like the way a picture is taken the way you're kind of like holding a person looking at them those things can give that off or it can at least give you the vibe that you're with this person if you have like five pictures of you with uh you know a person from the opposite gender and this is only because you know i'm looking at heterosexual couples here um if you have pictures with like one person you're holding them a certain way and it clearly looks like you know you're together i don't know there are signs that give off that vibe that you are together and i don't understand why you're firstly on the app why you're posting these photos on the app like you're not even ashamed of cheating you you want to show off that oh this is my girl but i also want you like i don't know how the uh, what is the psychological wiring behind this it's very very uh, weird but uh, yeah i'm just what i want to say is that if you have like pictures with one person from the opposite gender and that's majority of your profile it can give off the vibe that you're with this person or you've had something in the past with them um or you know something along similar lines so try and avoid doing that just to not uh make the other person your potential date feel that way i guess and uh, it's very weird because if i come across a profile like that and i really like the the things that they have written about themselves i would want to know like who is this person who's in four pictures uh on a dating app uh, but i also feel like it's too early to ask them that so it's kind of like a weird space that it puts the other person in and uh, yeah try to avoid that if possible so yeah and uh, coming to the last type that is uh, the will you friendship me boys Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean there are like a few branches to this category i would say there are people who uh who just like straightforwardly tell you that hey i'm just looking for friends i'm not like looking for other things here uh would you like to friendship me and i'm like hmm on what basis do i make you a friend <laughs> like is this how i want to make friends in my life very questionable for a lot of people i'm sure because you know you don't know them at all and of course you can hit it off and you can start talking uh if you connect well then great works out for you for both of you but i feel like it's very cringy to ask them out in the beginning whether you want to be friends like how do i say that i don't know you uh i can't like judge you based on these five things you've written about yourself about whether we can have a friendship so i find it very hard to answer these kind of questions firstly and it just makes me feel like you're not uh, you're socially inept to have like conversations <laughs> like i don't know you tell me how do i say whether i want to be friends with you if I, if we've spoken for a day we've had conversations fine then you can ask me that but uh i wouldn't be want i wouldn't want to be friends with someone who explicitly just tells me okay i want to be your friend yeah you know? like that's not how it works you know you you meet someone you f- see like 
dating apps it is possible to make friends on dating apps like if the date doesn't work out like if you don't see the person as a partner but you know uh, still as an interesting person that you want to spend time with like that that's cool but <laughs> i i would i wouldn't want to i don't think i've ever made friends with anybody who's just like told me okay bro i want to be your friend apart from like grade school like when i was like 5 or 6 years old uh beyond yeah. that is just like it's always organic you know so uh, yeah and it's so yeah. like It's, it's kind of weird yeah i don't know yeah. like i don't know a person and this has happened to me beyond like outside of so uh, th- these apps as well where uh someone on instagram who i barely know would ask me stuff like hey i really want to have you as a friend you seem cool and stuff but i'm just like uh we can i i tell them like i have to tell them that you know we can talk and see if we vibe well if we are on the same like mental wavelength and i'm very straightforward in telling them that i cannot like say that i want to be your friend or give you my time and you know be best friends with you right now because i don't know you so yeah that's <laughs> that and uh, i think the other branch of this is people who immediately like ask for your whatsapp number or your instagram handle uh, on these dating apps and uh, I feel like somewhere that stems out of the fact that a lot of people are very inactive on dating apps women especially I think uh because you know to be very honest I feel like women have a lot of these likes they get a lot of matches and it just becomes exhausting and taxing after a point to even like strike a conversation even if the person is interesting so you might not get instant replies you might not get a reply at all so i feel like a lot of people do this because they feel like they will not get a reply on these apps uh the exact opposite for guys <laughs> <laughs> i have heard guys get like one like per week that's like and and that's a good week you know so i mean not to like brag or anything but i literally get like 50 likes on a single day without using the app yeah, definitely not a brag <laughs> yeah definitely no. not a brag yeah cool no bro. i just yeah. i do not get it i do not get how <laughs> it works i feel like some guys just like swipe right on everyone just to see oh if maybe someone will swipe right on me and it will work out i don't know so yeah but i see oh that actually hurts you in, yeah. in the algorithm though like if if you swipe right on every single person and no no one's swiping right on you that actually like diminishes your <laughs> likelihood of finding a match in the app so that actually hurts you from the algorithm perspective yes um, so please yeah. uh, swipe right mindfully and uh, yeah. yeah like again i have given my instagram handle to some of these people who i have at least had a chat with for maybe an hour or so and if they've like really like strike me strike stroke strike <laughs> Okay I I I think I'm whatever. whatever like you get the point so it's a Sunday night you know <laughs> it's just fine Yeah I have work tomorrow Yeah so if anyone has uh, if I've had a decent conversation with someone and then they've asked me for my Instagram ID I do give them that just to you know continue the conversation and I know I'm not someone who is very active on these apps uh but I feel like sharing your phone numbers your personal numbers is a little bit of a jump at the very beginning so that's not something i feel very comfortable doing um yeah it's just yeah i don't know what if like you track down my phone number and 
you know, you send robbers to my house. What if, I don't know, anything can happen. You can't trust the world. So, yeah. Yeah. I do not like giving out my personal information. Internet is a really shady place. So you need to be really careful with who you give your personal information to. Like people have gotten to like a lot of shit, you know, yeah, like making mistakes. Do not take these things lightly and even yeah. if you're like meeting someone through these apps, I would highly recommend you to meet at a very very crowded place uh at least to begin with and uh you know never never go over to their houses, never just like it's very unsafe i i just do not recommend that to anyone uh guy girl whatever gender you identify with just uh, get to know the person meet them in real don't assume that if you're having a great conversation with them online they would be the same person offline it's very very hard to tell and uh, yeah. yeah just don't be careful guys yeah, yeah. just don't trust people blindly and don't get into like sweet them sweet talking you into doing things uh mm. yeah if they are someone yeah. who genuinely respect you they will understand if you say that you know i want to meet in a more public space or whatever it is so yeah um and yeah uh, do not take your do not compromise on your safety and your security over anything that is absolutely like dangerous to do it could be a threat to your life do not do that and uh, people are asking for your personal information they are being very persistent about it i i would say that is a red flag huge red flag it's a huge, huge massive flag. keeping red flag yeah. yeah yeah so evaluate your conversation and then decide what kind of information you are okay sharing with them if it's just your facebook your instagram like maybe that's okay but numbers addresses uh where do you work where do you live th- these kind of things are kind of risky to share so yeah uh yeah. go at it you know take use your brain don't follow your heart <laughs> all the time yeah so hmm. yes that's wow. all i had to say right. so very quickly so what are the top 3 or top 5 things that actually make you swipe right on someone Oh my god I thought about this and I knew you would ask this even though we did not plan on this yeah. we did not like strip yeah, know, this yeah. but <laughs> um it's very hard for me to tell okay um Talk someone who's like someone who's moderately witty in their profile and what they write like mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. I don't want everything you write to be witty or whatever but if there's some basic sense of humor then I would like that person um if your pictures give me an insight into different parts of your life different parts of yourself that so if you post a picture with a cat with your guitar with your long hair with uh, you know with a painting you made all one picture anything all yeah. one picture yeah <laughs> something that gives me an idea into different areas of your life that are of value to you you know If your profile gives me that I would definitely swipe right. Um what else? Do I have to pick a third? Uh Um No, you don't have to. You don't have to. It's fine. This is this is about the cringy ones. Yeah. We can have a separate one about the good ones, I guess, in the future. Yeah. yeah. That that is All right. That that's it. This is great. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah. great. This was fun. Thank you for much for your insights. Yes, uh, I hope you know you had some take away something you related to 
and let us know yeah. uh, dm us or whatever you can yeah. always reach out to us and let us know what resonates with you so yeah yeah this was a long episode i didn't expect it to go on this long me too okay. i think i spoke too much all right okay all right I, okay i'm going to stop it right here all right see you guys